Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Okay, you guys, please, please forgive me slash my nephew Liam for fucking with my freaking recording equipment and putting my audio on a freaking level zero, whatever that means. I know this is gibberish to you. I just really want to apologize because this is such a great episode. And unfortunately, my audio is not up to par with what I'm used to because I'm obsessed with crisp, clean, amazing audio and what you're used to from my podcast. So please forgive me. I didn't want this episode to go to waste because I loved it so much. So bear with uh, the fact that my audio ain't that great. Okay. Forgive me. I love you. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat, and I'm your host, Amanda, bringing you the latest in all celebrity gossip, reality TV recaps, and anything happening in Hollywood right now that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat. Hey, Tay-Tay. Hey, (laughs) Boo-Boo. Hey, Mandy. (laughs) You guys, Taylor Strecker is on the pod today. Mm -hmm. My twinsies hashtag certified Robaholic frauds. (laughs) And we also did an episode on Taylor's podcast, Taste of Taylor, which uh, is out which don't listen to, listen no. to this. Why am I even, what's wrong don't with me? Crazy. What am I when doing? When they're done listening here and they want more, oh, okay. they can go over to mine okay. if they haven't already heard it. Okay. And I have to tell you the title of it because it's so good and relevant to what it was when we did hers and she better be on her game today. Like I was that day. So Taylor's podcast with me is called Peeing or Panty Liner. <laughs> so... And it's because, did I tell you that I peed my panty liner that day? You did tell me. That I, I believe it was in the recording. It must have been. Yeah. Well, because my girlfriend edits the podcast and yeah. she named it. I have to give credit where credit's due, peeing in our panty liners. And I was like, and I said to her, do we say that during the recording? <laughs> I thought that was private. And she's like, no. So we both wear panty liners. I have no Wait, excuse. you wear them? I was going to ask, <laughs> do you actually wear them? You know what? I actually don't, but I, I should. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, so listen, I wrote, I, I posted a thing about being pregnant that I think, I feel like when I grew up, like with my mom, she always had panty liners and I'd be like, why does she have that in the closet? Like, it just felt like something I would never use. And then welcome to pregnancy, which like you change one, like 
seven times a day. Oh my God. No way. Yeah. It's like, you're like buying panty liners all of a sudden, <laughs> like up the wazoo, like just switching them up all day. Not to get like crazy graphic, but like, is it because, and now that I'm like a lesbian, I get nervous asking vagina questions. Cause I'm like, I'm not hitting on you. I don't want to, I don't want to like go down on you. <laughs> but, but back to the panty <laughs> liners. <laughs> we, okay. We have to discuss that in a minute, but yes. So, but like, is it because you like, like tinkle a lot? Because you're laughing. Like, no, it's not pee. It's not pee. I also pee. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> because like I'll sneeze and I'll have to concentrate so hard now that it's COVID time. I'm not sneezing like a drama major because <laughs> I'm usually like, and I scream everywhere and my, my husband is embarrassed. So now I'm like also trying to make it really dainty so people don't think I'm sick. And then you just. And also I'm trying not to pee my panty liner. So it comes and sometimes like a fart will come out all of a sudden because I'm like clenching all the wrong areas. But no, I think it's because like of all the shit. I mean, he's there. It's like these hormones. Like, wait, when are you due? Like, like, like in a 815. That's not that's not a month away. That's less. I know. But you know what? Like I'm 36 weeks now. I'll be 37 and that's considered full term. So obviously we're not hoping for before it's 37 weeks, but, and I'll be like, oh my God, four more weeks. And then people are like, or seven, like people like oh. to like ruin your, like that if you're, who heard of anyone giving birth at 42 weeks? I'm sure everyone's going to be like now uh, a gazillion people, yeah. but I mean, I feel like Rachel and friends when she was pregnant in the summer and wearing like a belly shirt. <laughs> I feel like Rachel and friends in a lot of my pregnancy. Really? I'm so yeah. happy that you have her as your spirit guide. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I look like her. No, I'm just kidding. So when I did your podcast, you were so scared to like talk a lot because you said that people say that you like talk your whole podcast. Did I interrupt all of my, all my guests. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I don't think. But what about me? But me, 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 me. Oh my god, that story about you reminds me of a story story. about me. (laughs) You know, though, that I love that because then what is a conversation? But that's what I say. Well, so okay, I'm gonna tell you this story. I'll be honest. I don't feel like you're the type of person that does that but doesn't listen. You're the type of person that listens and is like, let me make this conversation more fun. And like, thank you more, more, because if someone's just listening, that's boring. You want like a I mean, back and forth. I agree. Like, I think when like, okay. So like, for example, when Howard Stern, right. Has on like Billy Joel with his piano. Yeah, of course. Howard fucking listens. But like, you know, let's like make an exceptional interview. You know, like I'd be fucking quiet during that too. Maybe. That's so funny you said <laughs> Howard Stern because I was looking at your, first of all, I had a flashback to when you interviewed me and you kept on looking down at your paper <laughs> to be like, and Amanda from, not skinny, but not fat. And I was like, what is wrong with you? That was the only thing you needed like a constant refresher about. <laughs> but today when I was going to write my cliff notes, Tay Tay, <laughs> I was like, that's the thought that popped in my mind. I was like, this bitch is like Howard Stern. In female, like you do, you have your taste of Taylor on your. Okay, relax. She <laughs> <laughs> just got late. Oh, I wish I had my panty my panty liner on for that one. Wait, uh, you oh, your girl just got wet. 
<laughs> That's what makes me horny. <laughs> do you like, do you, is he or like, like him? I love him. <laughs> would you go straight for him? Oh, honey, I would just do whatever he wanted. He's so rich. <laughs> like, bring it. Uh, yeah. So he, because you have tasted Taylor on Dear Media, yes. you have the Taylor Strecker show on radio. Yes. Where does that, where's the radio? What radio? So basically, when I got fired from Sirius, sons of a bitch. Why'd you get fired? I'm still confused. I have like conspiracy theories. I also have like actual information that the company gave me as to why I got fired. So I should probably just go with that. But I don't believe them. So wait, is the reason they told you more of a like political reason? The reason that they told me it was it was like my contract was like 1800 million pages long when I signed it when I was like 22 and a half. So like my lawyer after I got fired was like, who let you sign this contract? This contract is yeah. crazy. So anyway, but like the, the point is that the contract had like a lot of red tape. And so I happened to like, it was like one of those like fine print things that they were like, it was, they got me on a technicality. So was I in breach of contract? Technically kind of, yes. But they also accused me of doing something that I didn't do, which they didn't investigate. So it's kind of like, so I was basically promoting like a trip. That I so I used to do these like retreats. Wait, do them or like yeah. mi- like Listen, created them? Sirius isn't known for being the most generous company in the world. So a okay. lot of us who were had radio shows were always looking for a side hustle. Like you know, like where can I moonlight? How can I make some extra cash? And like we couldn't do any sort of podcasting, right? Because that was like in breach of our contract. So. I started doing these like um, retreats and I like teamed up with like a guest who was on my show. You sound like Jeffrey Epstein or something. (laughs) What's happening? (laughs) What what retreats? Like, I don't know why it sounds sexual. It was zero sexual. Well, like (laughs) wellness retreats, like whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Retreats. Truly. Okay. I piggybacked off the idea from like a guest on my show. Anyway, so the point is I had done a bunch of them and then the people that came loved them and I loved them and it was like, it was a nice payday. All good in the hood. And then I started my, I I like branched off from the girl I was working with. I was like, I can do this on my own. Guess what? I couldn't. And that's how I got fired was because I like, the way that I like worded this retreat like was somehow in breach of contract. Honestly. You got greedy, bitch. I did not get greedy. So why'd you kick the girl out? Oh, with her. Yeah, I got greedy with her. (laughs) (laughs) So no, her and I just like really couldn't work together. We just did not approach things the same way. So but was it? But if they still wanted you doing your show, wouldn't they be like red flag and then like, don't do it? That was that's the thing. Exactly. So logic would say, wouldn't they be like, okay, like just no cancel the trip. Or just right. or or go on the air and and re-explain that there is, there is no connection to SiriusXM. This is not a contest type of a thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, I didn't even realize that was a language. But instead, it was like, no, 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 you're fired. So I'm like, so yeah. there must my head must have already been on the chopping block. Right. So and they use and that they, as like a because they have to have because when when you get fired from a company that you it can't be wrongful termination, right? So otherwise right. you can sue them. So, and I had just come out like a year before on the air. So they definitely didn't want to get rid of me without there being an actual reason. So, and I, and I'm Did not Did you like saying, go to school for radio or something? I mean, I went to Ithaca. I went to the communication school. I know. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. They have me too. What? When did you graduate? You know, I'm a million years old, so. <laughs> <laughs> I won't forget. I have flashbacks from my interview when 
she told me she was a million years old. And then you looked at me and you're like, should I have not, should I have not have said that? I regretted it every Do day you? of my life since I told <laughs> you're you. You're such an idiot. <laughs> So 2010, I graduated from fucking Ithaca School of Communications Park. What's up? What's up? No, so I graduated in 2000 and I guess six. How? I'm a lot older than you. <laughs> You're 37, you said. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're making it up. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. Wait. No, I graduated in 2010. So you graduated in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. 2000 and so how many three. no way <laughs> you don't know you have to put that it's, places no, you don't know your two, year of graduation it's gotta be 2005 that's the least it can be i did the math <laughs> wrong i thought it was 06 oh my god so we didn't even see each other because i was i started uh, in 2006 would you think we would have been best friends babe can you believe that's wild no that's wild i don't meet a lot of people that went to ithaca and the the Roy H. Park School of was it called that when you were there back in yes, the day? Yes, back back when we rode our horse and buggy to school. Yes. Wait, did you like Ithaca? I loved Ithaca. It was like Ithaca it was, was a vibe. I was like such a party girl. And like I went in a hippie, then I was like a club hoe for a right. little bit. So it there are no clubs in Ithaca. Uh, you can pretend that there are. There was one semesters that might have closed down before you got there. Wait, where did you live off campus? Oh my God, I lived all over. I lived like right, like, do you know where the pink house is? We should do a trip there one day. <gasps> Girl, I am so down. Do you know that I did a trip there with my roommate a few times and we basically go to like eat the college food that they don't have in the city, which is like, wait, what is there? Taste good? of Thai is the best Thai food I've ever oh, had good, in good. my Taste life. Oh good, Taste of Thai is good, yeah. Um, there used to be a place, I mean- fucking like pita pit i'll swear to i die pita, like i literally the first time i ever kissed a girl before my girlfriend was for free pita pit at ithaca college legit wait first of all oh my god second of all <laughs> wait a second so ithaca college tv and radio they have that major there. yes that was my major i was gonna do audio because i used You're to like say one of the only people that probably like used are it. doing like are doing no because so many people study shit, you know, and they're like, whatever. But you are actually doing the radio part of the TV and radio. I know. Wait, did you do the LA program or did it not yes, exist? Then? I did the LA program. You're so smart. You didn't, didn't do the LA program? That's the whole point. So I talked about this because it has to do with my anxiety, but it's crazy because Ithaca bought me on this LA program. Like when I went to orientation, me and my mom were licking up like the spoon of like, LA program. And I was like, Oh my God, like, you know, Hollywood and whatever. And then it came time to do it. And I was so sick of everyone in my major and of like everyone being annoying. And I was like, I'm going to Barcelona. Like, <laughs> fuck this shit. Has nothing to do with my uh, major. Credits won't even transfer. But I was a dumbass bitch. Went to Barcelona <laughs> where I got my first panic attack because I was so depressed there. And it was like awful. And it's always with me, like, can't believe you didn't do the LA program, which is such a bad way because you should live like hashtag no regrets. I know, and, like, I know. You don't know what would happen. And also they were annoying everyone who went. Like, I wouldn't want to hang out with them. I'm you know like I mean? friends with no one from that trip. <laughs> and I was like, loved everyone when I was there. And like, literally, I ran into a guy from the program recently on the streets of New York. And he was like, 
he was like, hey, girl. And this guy was straight when we were in college. He was like totally like a player. And he was like flamboyant beyond. And he was like, I'm gay now. And I was like, I can see that. I was like, guess what? Me Me too. too. (laughs) So anyway, but he's the only person that I talked to from the program, literally. So yeah, whatever. I didn't do it. Hashtag a little bit of regret because it was a great program. And I did, you know, get really bad anxiety in Barcelona, but you know, you never know what would have happened, but that's crazy. We both went to Ithaca. I know. That's why we love each other. I know. It's so crazy. Like people don't go to Ithaca. (laughs) I know. They go to Syracuse. I'm like, no. So it's annoying when you say Ithaca and they're like, where? And I'm like, you know, Cornell that's in Ithaca. (laughs) So not the Ivy League one, but like the one near it. Yeah. I went, I went there also because I remember reading on college board, like all the shit. And it was like pothead school, 97%. I was like, that's me. <laughs> Even though like I'm so not, but that's the vibe I wanted. I didn't want like sororities and like me annoying people. Because I knew if I went to school with sororities, I'd have to join because I'm that kind of bitch. But I'd hate my <laughs> life, which was my whole life in a nutshell. So I was like, I'm going to go to a school that doesn't even allow me to do the things that I'm going <laughs> to be forced to do because I can't trust myself not to do the things that I know when are bad for me. I started wearing like Birkenstocks and, and like... Uh, skirts and like little baby t-shirts and shopping no, exclusively at Goodwill. Exclusively. <laughs> There is a good goodwill there. Great goodwill. There is a good goodwill. Wait, so on your podcast, I was saying that you didn't tell me anything interesting because you were scared that people would hate you for talking. About myself. On my own podcast. (laughs) But I need to know a little bit. Well, excuse me. We're not going to name names, but there are people that that's all they do. Yeah, I know. talk about themselves on their podcast and I don't get it, but they do that. I know. I know. For whatever reason, you know what it is? I'll tell you what it is. For whatever reason, when I do it, people <laughs> don't seem to like it. You know what it is? So I have some long-term OG fans, okay? And like, God bless them. They've been there forever. I fucking bow down. However, they have known me because I was at Sirius for 11 years. So, and now I've had a radio show out of there for like another like three about plus podcasts. So they're like, shut up, bitch. We're sick of you. And I'm like, yeah, but you, she, you choose to continue to, to fucks with me. So, like, of course, I'm going to tell the same stories. Oh, what? okay. Like, okay. Oh, my okay. God. Oh, isn't it so mean when they say that? I, I I, told you that the last time we talked like that, the things that celebs say when they're like, you can read like a million like positive to feedback and you get one bad one. <laughs> and it's so true. It stays with you. Like, I remember... Uh all of the like little things like you just brought a flashback of someone saying like, we heard how you and your husband met, you know, like that's mean. <laughs> but this like, is the thing. It's like, that's all you remember, even though you probably get so many positive so many. affirmations, like people write the, and I, I have been like challenged by my listeners. Like how about rather than wallowing over like the 50 people that literally hate your ass? How about yeah. you think about the thousands of us who fucking adore right. you? Like, what about us? And I'm like, I can't stop re I can't stop reposting Tina. Yeah. So, so, so that's what I'm saying. I made a conscious effort because I used to do that too. I used to get a mean yeah. message, post it, be like, Fuck that bit. <laughs> and then I'd get a thousand messages and it's kind of like fishing. Like we were talking about like, no, you're the most amazing thing that was ever born. And then I was like, and then I get all that. And I'm like, I feel better, you know, but it's also <laughs> annoying. Like yes. I don't need to. So on one hand, it's like, I don't want to only post how great everyone is to me. Right. Sometimes you do want to say like, no, there's some people that are mean and don't aren't nice. But 
I stopped, I stopped myself legit Taylor because like the other day, yesterday I was watching Roni uh, and those bitches were getting drunk. Did you watch this? No, week? I've caught up on Beverly Hills. Are you caught up on Beverly Hills? No, bitch. No, the bitch. We got to get our shit together. And no, get so I was watching. Out. I can't believe you didn't watch. It was, I can't believe it was you didn't job. watch. That was your one, one job. job. Your one job. <laughs> you know what? So, hey, wait, you know how friends like work out together? We have to like watch Bravo together. Yeah. Like how to be like today, today, New York. So, so I watched New York and they were getting so wasted that I like couldn't understand. I was like, this is an al- alcohol. Like I haven't drank in a while, but I, but t- for me, I'm like one glass of wine, eyes kind of closed Two, like a little more. F- I'm never, I'm never like, like, that's just not, I'm going to vomit and die before I like slur so much. So I was saying that and everyone agreed with me in a million messages. And I get this one message. This girl was like, take your like sober pregnancy shaming ass, you know, like the way like you suck. Like, I don't know. And I literally was, a, I, I think I posted it actually. And I wrote like, fuck you, bitch. And then I was like, no, like, why do I need to post it to put, to put that negativity out in the world and say like, if you're going to reward they want the bad behavior with attention, yeah, then it's like, then all the trolls are like, oh yes, this is somebody who's going to give me the attention I want. Yeah. And then like, and uh, I'll tell you another thing. I find that usually when people write that kind of shit to you and then you answer them, they're like, oh shit. There's that too. Uh, you, you know, and then you answer them. And, and I've actually had times where I've been like, but why do you feel that way? Tiffany, you know? And she's like, no, I meant because you said, and I was like, that's not what I said. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I love you. So you realize that some of these people do want, yes, they think you're not like even me. They think like, there's two. it'll never get her. She'll never see it. Like, no, I will. There's and- two kinds. One wants the negative attention. They thrive off of it. They love that they got a response. They're sick in the head and they definitely <laughs> live in their mom's basement. And number two, it is people who are just in my experience, drunk. Cause I'll write back and be like, what the fuck is this? And they're like, I was drunk. I forgot. And I'm like, it's okay, girl, same. So then we can move on and be friends again. <laughs> so that's what happens on Real Housewives. They kill each other. And then they're like, we were drunk. <laughs> Wait, so what radio station is your show on now? So when I got fired from Sirius, I was like, I had been looking at the idea of like going like a Patreon route for a while. Okay. So going back to this idea of the hustle, trying to make more money at Sirius, because yeah. I could barely afford my fucking rent post-divorce. I was like, okay, so maybe if I do like a, like I was, I was not allowed to do anything audio outside of series, but I was allowed to do video. So I was like, maybe I'll do like a video Patreon show. So I've been toying around with that, like, but it's subscription based. So when I got fired, I was like, well, we are already looking for the video realm. So why don't we just maybe integrate the video later? And we'll just do, we'll just like, literally the slogan was get back the radio show that was taken away from you. Cause that's how they did it. Like, they fired me. I didn't get a goodbye show. They called me on a Saturday. They didn't even tell the audience. They just threw somebody else on the air. After 11 years of being on there, like, not only did that suck for me as their employee, but truthfully, in my opinion, it's a little disrespectful to an audience that's a subscription-based audience. Like, yeah. they have, a they have like, a, like, a connection with the talent, you know? Like, there's, there is, like, a lack of respecting the talent in some companies. You must have pissed them off, Taylor. I think I pissed a fellow coworker off who had a lot of influence with higher up people. And that's Mm. what I think. 
So where can we find your radio show now that you won't tell us? So now you can find it. It's 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 just an independent radio show. So it's like it's subscription based and you just go to taylorshecker.com and you can subscribe there. Oh. It's like super easy. It's like super, oh. super, super independent. So what's the difference between a radio show and a podcast? So that's a good question and something that people get so confused by. So the radio show, so basically I was just trying to give my audience and myself back what was taken away, literally through getting fired. So that was the radio show. So it's Monday through Friday. Oh, it's every day. It's two hours of talk. We oh, can, you do talk a lot. Oh, yes. It, before the pandemic, it was live 8 to 10 a.m. every morning. So people could call in. It was like, mm. so, and then they can also access it like on demand in their podcast app afterwards, which really confuses people. Cause then they're like, so you have a daily podcast. I'm like, it's a radio show. And they're like, what's oh. the difference? I'm like, we do segments. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, okay. Now, I, now I get it, but now it's not live or it is live. So, still. so we're, we're live to tape. <laughs> which is not live. But the good thing is, so I have had a rotation of co-hosts. So it's like every day there'd be a different co-host for two hours. But in the pandemic, what we do now is I do like an hour with two people. So each day it's, so it's like, it's basically like myself and like 10 co-hosts, which is kind of cool. Cause you get like a week, a, a week. week. Yeah. The same people. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Exactly. So it's like, we'll have like, for example, like Darren Carp, right? You know, Darren, right? Mm -hmm. So Darren Carp is on Wednesdays. And then also with Darren on Wednesdays is Dr. Wider. So it's like they, everybody gets there. So it's kind mm. of the thing with radio is, and this is like similar with podcasting, but the difference with radio is because it's every day and because people usually listen to it on their morning commute, which is not the case now because people aren't commuting, but right. like it becomes like truly your best friends and like truly like family. So mm. it's, I mean, we have a very active Facebook page. It's called Taylor Strecker Nation. I am not a member because I think I would hurt myself if I read it every day because people are tough, tough, tough. Wait, did you open the group? I did not. And then leave it? I did oh. not. It's a fan page. Oh, excuse me. Yes, queen. Yes. But like, it's very, it's, it's, it's almost like it's, it's Facebook like, it scares me. I me, feel like me too. Facebook and I mean, it, I don't know what's scarier if it's like Facebook or Twitter, but I'm scared of Maybe Facebook. Maybe they might be equal, but I will say this. I like, I can respect what they're doing on Facebook, but it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt my feelings. <laughs> but I always wait. Say, so is it not a positive? Like it's positive. It mostly is. Well, it's, I don't know. I don't go on it. Listen, this is the reason I don't go on it. Cause every time I'm like, I think I'm going to enjoy the Facebook page guys. And this is like <laughs> to my co-hosts, to my audience, to my namesake radio show. Everyone's like this. No, no, no. And I'm like, why? And then my girlfriend, I'll be like, I want to join. She's like, bad idea, bad idea. And I'm like, what are they saying? <laughs> so it's this weird thing where like, I always say this. It's like, I'm paying the mortgage on the house and I'm a mom. Okay. And I'm like, the kids are having a party in the basement. I'm a cool mom, not a regular mom. Like if you want to drink, please do it at home. But then I come down and be like, does anybody need like a cup of ice and wine cooler? And they're like, get out of here, mom. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. That's me with the Facebook page. <laughs> I can't deal. Wait, so I want to for a second. You want to join it? <laughs> no, 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 no. I swear. No, I'll start fighting with people. Oh, I love that. Um, I, I want to for a second because you assume that everyone's part of Taylor Striker Nation and we're not. <laughs> 
Okay, so you had a husband. You call him your husband. Was my husband? See how husband. I remember our conversation so vividly. I also call him Chad now. That's something else. That's new. is that his name? It's not his name. <laughs> Do we like him still? You know, we probably like him as much as we always liked him. Okay, so we want to know just like a little bit because there's obviously like a story there that's kind of interesting. So, so you were married because you're a million. Yes, I'm a million years old. <laughs> so um, I was married for almost five years. When did you get married? 2010. Yeah. Were you 20? I was in my late 20s. So it was like a normal time to get married. It was like, well, actually, I think it was normal, but also like we dated for like a year and a half and then we were engaged for a year and a half. So we weren't together like crazy long. That isn't super American. Like I feel like here in like New York, people aren't rushed to get married and, and shit. Did you want kids? Like why were you even um, trying to get married so quick? I was trying to get married so quick because we were living together and I was brought up Catholic and my parents were super psycho crazy about living together. And so I was scared to tell them that we were living together. So I was like, we should get married. We should get married. We should get married. We should get married. And he was like, also like, we should totally get married. So <laughs> we both had pressure from our family. It's like, it's really amazing oh. when you think about it, like the reason people come together. And so <laughs> a lot of times you're just trying to fucking fix the crap in your life that like you can't even see. And so yeah. we were drawn to each other. We have very different families, but I think that we both like had a similar like interaction with our families. Like we were like pleasers and like wanted to like, we were both. Wait, did he go to Ithaca? Did you meet him at Ithaca? He did not go to Ithaca. No, we met at, uh, we met at a club in the Hamptons. <laughs> wow. You were a basic bitch. Oh, fuck. The most basic. Wait. Okay. So you, so it was like a normal like, and then he was just a really nice guy. Honestly, I had been dating dipshit after dipshit after dipshit. And like, I was always attracted to like the bad boy. I'm pretty sure a guy I was hooking up with right before I met Wasbin was selling like heavy drugs. So like, I was concerned. Like, I was like, oh my God, is he just like using her? Is he a drug dealer? So <laughs> I thought, you know what? I should really start dating with my brain and not like my mm. whatever I'm using. Cause I definitely wasn't my vagina. My <laughs> vagina was like shut down for business. Shut it really? down. She was like dead. She was in a coma. I had no fucking idea what was going on with that. I don't know how to masturbate. Don't even get me started. I am like, then, then yes. So yeah. I just, but like, I just thought every woman was asexual. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So like when my friends were like, I love it dick. I was like, she's lying. <laughs> and she's gross. <laughs> or like, oh my God, I'm dating the guy with the most perfect penis. I was like, oh my God, that's so disgusting. Are you okay? He makes you look at it. I dated a guy for three or four years. He was fucking not circumcised and I never knew. Hello. <laughs> Wait, did you see I didn't it look. Know? I didn't look. I just never, that's how little I look at dick. I was oh literally God. with one in a sleeping bag. Like one of those fucking toys from the 90s. Like those little snake things that you play with. And I had no yeah. idea. And somebody was like, oh yeah, he's insecure about his uncircumcised penis. I said, I said, what are you talking about? She said, he's not circumcised. I said, yes, he is. She said, bitch, you never, you do, you dated him for four years. I said, that is interesting. <laughs> no, that is crazy. And this is even before Wasbin. Oh Yeah. So I, I met Wesbin because I was like, I need to start dating like a guy who's like checking all the boxes, pun mm. not intended. So I was like, 
I need like a guy who's nice and successful and like is going to be a good dad and like all the things that you need for a marriage, right? And, pro- and hopefully not a drug dealer. Although if he's a really good one, I can overlook that. <laughs> but like one that's not going to get arrested. And then it was like, he was just so like, I think, you know that um, Sex in the City episode where like they reference like a guy's taxi cab lights on and it's like, when it's on, he's just ready for marriage. I feel like that's what where Wasman was. Like he was mm. just like, been a playboy for a while in the city, like did the club scene, like could never really find a girlfriend. And then we just met and he was like, she's awesome. And I was like, agree. And so he was on the fast track with me for fucking sure. So oh, wow. we're both guilty as sin. When so how long were you married for? Just under five years. I gave it the good oh. old Ithaca College try. I really went, we went, went to a lot of therapy, oh, a you lot did. of fighting. Oh yeah. Oh, cause there was fighting and stuff. So much. So but not about the sexuality. You know, that was actually one of the reasons why I married him because he didn't bug me about sex a lot, which I loved, loved. <laughs> and I was like, and I had convinced myself, don't forget to, I was working on Sirius for like six years on Cosmo Magazine Radio. That's like the Bible for sex. And here I am being like, honestly, like if you like penises, there's a problem with you. Like I was the worst person they could have ever put in that position. <laughs> Speaking of that, I was going to say before, when I was looking at everything you're doing now, it's like Taylor Streck or whatever, Tay Chase of Taylor, and then Bitches Bride. Bitches Brides, yes. So, so I'm trying to see, I'm trying to understand. So they hired me to host Bitches Brides. I don't know. I think that they are just looking for somebody to host. To host. Okay. So is it about like weddings? It's about weddings. Yeah. They should probably replace me though. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like literally, like, like literally like no girls that look at like Pinterest and like, yes. or- like literally no harm, no foul if they want to get rid of me because <laughs> here's the thing is because I had a wedding, like I had like the ideal wedding. Everything was perfect about the wedding except for who I was marrying. So, and that's such a shame. So, but like I get like this like wedding, like the feelings around a wedding, the drama around a wedding, like, yeah. like everything. But now that Corona hit, it's like a different ball game. I don't get weddings right. anymore. So like, honestly, it's like, I, you know, I'm... Well, it's kind of like everyone's like, fuck it, let's have a baby. That's what it feels like is happening. Well, and rightfully so, right? Because right. if you can't have a fucking wedding... I mean, I do. The thing is, like, I about weddings, like, I feel like I'm a hypocrite as well. There are a lot of things I'm a hypocrite about in life what I would say about a wedding is like, there's no reason to get married until like you want to have a baby, you know? Right. But at the same time, you know, my husband proposed to me when I was 27, after we were together for five years, I knew I was going to marry him. So obviously I'll say yes. And like do the wedding. Right. But we're just having a baby now, five years later. Cause I felt like a baby until now and still do. So I didn't follow my own advice, but I also know that I wouldn't have pressured him. If you're like secure in your relationship and you know, like yes. you're together and there's nothing. That's then like me now. Like, like, yeah. I, like, I don't feel like there's a rush. And like, she wants to get married. Like, I would say like more than like, I'm like rushing to get married. But like, I just feel like I have, it's not even a doubt that I'm going to be with her forever. So I don't even mm. feel this rush. Do you know what I'm saying? But I think we're going to get engaged soon. I actually do. And then I don't know. Wait, what can you, you have to give me the transition between was band 
talking about not liking penises, working on the marriage, getting divorced, and meeting your current... Is she your first girlfriend? First and only. Yes. Oh, that's nice. So that's the thing. So yeah, so I'm so dating was been, we're both fast tracking it for different reasons. I was scared of my parents thinking that I was like the cow that gave away the milk for free, which I'm like, honey, I've been squirting this milk all over the place. I don't like doing it, but I do it because that's what boys want. So <laughs> I'm a feminist. Did I mention that? Um, so he, he was also like fast tracking it. I don't know why I, I can't speak for him, but like we, but definitely both were like on like the, like, you know, like we're, we're like riding a European highway no fucking speed limit. And so we're like gung-ho, all speeds ahead. And there was no time to think. Like he was whining and dining me or going on vacations. I know my life is so horrible, but like he really, (laughs) I was so distracted with all this stuff. I couldn't even focus on like us and like what was going on. Plus I didn't have a great track record with boyfriends. And I was like, he's better than the other jabronis I dated. So like, yeah, we're gonna get married. But like, then we got engaged and that's when the shit hit the fan. I started fighting a lot with the family them with me and it was like over the dumb little stuff about a wedding but like that stuff represents big stuff in the long run yeah and I just remember being like this is troublesome and I wanted to postpone the wedding and I called the wedding planner and I was like I think we should postpone the wedding and she was like no bitch you either do it or you cancel it you can cancel it but that is it's all the financial troubles of canceling with no benefit and I but I wasn't ready to like I feel like calling off a wedding is breaking up right a big deal yeah like, can you, can you call off a wedding and stay together? Probably not. <laughs> Is that an option? I'll take D, all of the above. <laughs> so I was like, if I call this wedding off, he's never going to forgive me. He's going to be so embarrassed. And I'm not ready to like end our relationship. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just deal with it later. <laughs> we have a prenup. So I guess, I guess I kind of know what it looks like. So we got married and then it was just... I actually, from a financial standpoint, I should have really waited out those five years because I would have been bumped up like a, like a, a, oh, a financial, yeah, but uh, I just couldn't, I just couldn't anymore. So anyway, so decide to get separated. I mean, like I'm one of those people that breaks up in the relationship. Does that make sense? Like you're the one that ends it. Well, yeah, but I'm like, I'm like, I'm breaking up for like a year. And I'm telling you I'm breaking up with you, but I just don't have the cojones, like the cool youngs <laughs> to walk out. So I'm like, but I am going to break up with you. And then like after like like the 50th time, they're like, it's the boy who cried wolf, right? Like, yeah. oh, okay. And I'm yeah. like, I'm, I am going to figure it out. Like, I remember one time he, he came into our bedroom. We had this gorgeous apartment in Tribeca and he had this stack of like papers from like um, streeteasy.com. And it was all apartments, studios. And he was like, what is this? And I was like, I'm divorcing you. <laughs> And he was like, ha ha. And I was like, dude, I didn't even hide it. Like, I am looking at apartments actively. I want to get a divorce. I'm trying to see what like life looks like. Because, you know, it's it's a big deal to get a divorce. Especially, yeah. like, I'm going to be honest. I'm a spoiled brat, okay? Like, I went to my parents. I was raised, like, uh, middle, like upper middle class. I went from my parents' hands to, like, my roommate that, like, took care of me like a fucking baby because I'm so incompetent. And then I went right to husband. So it's like, I never yeah. knew how to survive on my own. So, like... That's scary. Like, the idea of a divorce. And my parents don't... Well, a lot live, of people like, stay in relationships just because they're scared to be alone. Yeah. And I actually kind of think that if I'm, I mean, again, I can't speak for husband, but in my opinion, I think that he was kind of banking on that. Like he was like, she's not going to leave. And I mean, I know I get it. Girl feelings are annoying to men. I understand that. I understand that fully. But like, 
I, if I, I think if like his family lived a little bit further away or maybe it was like I was just dealing like with one difficult in-law versus like a lot of them all in the same team, I could have handled it. But it was like I was literally transported back to sixth grade and like that is my least favorite time of my life. And I was like, how did I, how did I land back here? I was like, I just knew that I couldn't survive. I'd be like drinking martinis at eight o'clock in the morning. Like, like. But babe, but it was probably deeper than that because you were also not into guys, but didn't know it at the time. Probably. I mean, honestly, that's this is where we come where I'm like, I don't even know. Like, I literally am so disconnected with myself that I don't even know if it was. Is it a guy thing or is it like is it that I'm a lesbian? Is it like I honestly have no idea. I have no idea. You still don't. I still to this day don't like people who say if you. If you were to break up with Taylor or like something happened or she broke up with you, what who would you date women? And I'm like, nah, I date guys. Cause it's just huh. so I don't know. And, and I hate the word bisexual, like with a and and if you are, Why? I'm not Why? judging you. I don't like the word for myself because oh, I for yourself. Yes, for myself, because I feel like it scares people. People hear bisexual and then they're like, I don't know which box to put you in. You're so super scary. You're attracted to everybody. And it's like, no, it's just like I would date a guy or a date a girl. It's more about like, I guess the category I would fall into is like pansexual, which is like, I love the person. But it's like, I just fell in love with the girl. Like, that's really what happened. Like, it, uh, trust me, it was not my plan. I moved down to Wall Street to like find another rich dude. Like, that was the fucking plan. Okay. <laughs> Wait, and how did so how did you meet her? Well, her and I were friends before like I met met her right before I'm gonna say she was like one of my more new friends before the separation and the divorce ball got rolling. And so I was actively trying to because as I was breaking up for like it took me a year and a half to break up with him, even though I told him every day I was. I was like trying to find new friends that were like mine because I, again, I was testing the waters, right? I was looking mm. at real estate. I was also like trying out new friends because I, I didn't want to like, because you have to split friends up when you get a divorce. And I yeah. just like, didn't want any sort of memory of that. So I was like, I'm gonna start hanging out with like a bunch of new people that are just my friends, have nothing to do with him. Like they'd be like, can we meet your husband? And I was like, nah, there's no point because you're so calculated. I know I am. I was like, cause I'm not going to be with them anyway. Well, I told them, I was like, you don't want to meet him. We're not going to be together in a year. It doesn't even fucking matter. So she was a friend at the beginning and then she made a move. So she, oh my God, no, I made the move. Oh, she was, shut up. yes, she was a friend in the beginning. I had no idea she was gay. I was like setting her up with every like guy in the world that I could think of. Wait, did she not tell you? No. And then a mutual friend of ours was like, stop it. She's gay. And I was like, oh my God, I'm such a dick. And so then he was like, but when she tells you, you have to act surprised. So I was like, okay. So when she told me, I was like, oh my God, no way. I can't believe it. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm, ah, that's crazy. I like way overacted. So listen, I stalked you on, on Instagram after our podcast and you girls are so cute it's annoying thank you like you're so cute I'm like really obsessed with her it really is killing like my ability to do good content because like I used to always just shit on my ex-husband it was such it was so great and you can't do anything like that no because I like really love her and also girls have girls are more sensitive than boys it's it's easier to make fun of a guy than is to make fun of a girl so yeah did you watch Expecting Amy, the documentary with Amy Schumer about her pregnancy? No, but I saw you post about it, which made me want to watch it. I have you to gotta watch, watch it. it. And I was just talking about that other day because I love everything about her. Like I'm obsessed with her, but 
she made fun of her husband in her standup and like talked a lot about his diagnosis with his late in life diagnosis with uh, autism. Yes. And at some point he's like trying to tell her, he's like, just so you know, like not a lot of people would have been cool with your whole bit. That's like making fun of me. And she's like, and she didn't take it so well. I don't know how to explain it, but she was just kind of like, well, you said it was okay. So I like said it. So like, tell me if you don't want me to do it. And I'm kind of like, well, Amy, telling you that it's hurting. And I was like, that's a lot. Like to hear someone like yeah. be someone's stick that, that whatever. So how long are you together and you're still obsessed? Okay. So we've been together now like five years. Mm. And so basically her and I were just friends. And then she was like somebody that was really there for me because she was single and young. So she didn't have like kids or a significant other that she had to pay attention to. Did you to. tell her your real age? I told her my real age and she said, you're a creature of the night. You're a zombie. You get away from me. (laughs) And, but so she became like my best friend during the separation. Right. So I would like hang out with her all the time. And so one, and it was just like, I was really like, yay, Taylor, you have a lesbian friend now. You are so woke. And then we were out one night and I like, I saw, and I had seen her kiss girls before and been like, Oh my God, <laughs> you know, that's two girls kissing. Like I'm the worst. I'm, j- I'm finally like a good person because just life. But like, yeah. I was a little sheltered, judgy, like jerk. I sucked yeah. for many, many, many years. <laughs> I'm just like such a prude. I think, honestly, I think it's just like, maybe deep down inside, I always knew I was gay. And I was just so terrified of that, that I just like became this little weird prude, asexual creature that judged yeah. everybody and sex and all that stuff. So anyway, so one night we were out and this girl and her were like really flirting. And I was like, I am jealous. And then I was like, you're crazy. You're doing the thing that girls do when they're like, I'm divorced. I want to make out with girls. And yeah. so I was like, let it go, let it go. And then I'm like, I can't because I have no filter. So I was like, I want to make out with you. And she was like, <laughs> no, thank you. And I was like, what? (laughs) And she was like, we're really good friends. And you're going through a divorce right now. And I kind of feel like you need my friendship. And like, I lose interest quick. And if we like hook up, I'm going to like not like you anymore, even as a friend, because that was like her MO. And so she was like, how about we just like, don't. I was like, okay, (laughs) pretend that never happened. (laughs) And so then we just like went back to like, whatever, life as usual. And then we went on this trip to Miami together that I had. So she, we met initially through business. So she, I hired her as my videographer for my blog. Mm. So we were going on like a work trip uh-huh. to Miami. And so I booked the room like months in advance. With like, a king size bed. With a king with size a bed. double for, bed. <laughs> with a double bed, just one. With a king size bed. And the place was so fucking small. And so anyway, but we were there together. And then like one night we were out at the club and she was like I've had a crush on you and I've been trying to fight it but like fuck it like she but she was like if we're gonna do this we're gonna do it like we're gonna be like girlfriend and girlfriend and I was like ah which is such a lesbian thing to do is to be like we're getting married I like you you like me let's have a baby and so I was like I was again wait she said immediately that's how it worked with lesbians she was like we're gonna be girlfriend and girlfriend well, she was like, before like, you like, even like hooked up well she was well she was kind of like Tay she she's here. So I feel like I need like her to like chime in because sometimes I make up stories in my head and then they become the truth. Um, <laughs> I, know, I know that. But, I know that. But I, in my heart, I feel like it was very like, I remember like kind of having to make like a commitment to her and being like scared about that because I'm like, bitch, I think we're just, we're just gonna like fuck around on the fly. Like, I don't want to, 
we're going to be girlfriend and girl. Well, I don't know about that. But well, weren't I you scared to like lied to her and said, sure, of course we're going to do that. But then I was yeah. like, but we're also going to keep it super secret. Right. Awesome. <laughs> so because <laughs> I was like, I, like, damn, like, I just want to like make out with you. I don't even know if I can go further than that. Right. You know, so then I was like, well, yeah, but like we got to get slow, like with the physical stuff, because like I'm scared. <laughs> and so we did. It took us like a year to have sex. No, I'm kidding. It took us like, but it took us a while. And every time we would hook up, I was like, is today going to be the day I have to do that thing? <laughs> and I was like, so, so, so scared. Cause I love, cause then by the time we got to that point, I was so in love with her, like yeah. as a human that I'm like, and like, also like the, like, like the snuggling was so good and the kissing was so good and all the other stuff was so good. So I was like, if that thing down there is a problem, we're going to like, what am I going to do? Like, did you feel like you might not be good at it or that you might not like it? Number one concern was I wouldn't like it. Number two concern was that I wouldn't be good at it. Right. Yeah. And then like, and like, and just like all like, yeah. And, but then I did it and I was like, guess what is also scary? Giving a fucking blow job. Yeah. Like, Privates are privates. Remember how I told you that you only remember the bad things? So I had a boyfriend in college and I won't forget an email he wrote to me after we broke up. And the line that I most remember, because it was all about me being awful, but one line was, and when you finally go down on me, and mind you guys, this is like a thousand years ago, but I remember the sentence. It's with as much enthusiasm as a garbage collector picking up trash. (laughs) (laughs) So I was probably like, that, uh, you know, um, really? and I was going to say when you were saying that before, like, I still don't believe it. I, and I'm, you know, in love with my husband and I still don't believe that you can be like, I want that penis in my mouth. It's, it's, it's I've a- always been a sexual person. I'm like that. You were saying you felt a little bit like I've always been, but, but I still am not still never felt that way. Right. You know? Yes. I just, well, I always felt that way. So are you sure that letter wasn't intended for me? Because that is accurate as fuck when it comes to how no, I gave head. I think, I think about it then and I was like, I was disgusted by him. I remember asking my friends, like, is it normal that it smells like pee? And they're like, no, he's a dirty hippie, Amanda. Like, stop dating him. He smelled so bad. And I actually did love him. He just actually smelled bad. <laughs> It was funny. I didn't smell it. My roommates were like, every time he comes in, like the whole thing smells. And I was like, no. <laughs> oh my um, but he God. was like a freak. He was like a freak. Like he would. Oh, oh my God. That's why. Yeah. I ended up meeting an Israeli guy. American dudes are weird. I don't know. American <laughs> dudes, dudes are, weird. are weird. As far as I'm dudes, dudes are weird. So, but that's such a beautiful story that you fell in love with your friend. I know it's it, listen, and it was not the plan. Wait, how did your family? Oh, Amanda, not great. Like the whole other podcast, <laughs> and that we, the whole other podcast? we can totally because the thing is too. Like, I think that people think it's either one of two things: either your family's like, "Duh, huh, we've been waiting," or they're like, "Go to gay camp," you know, or like, "Pray the gay yeah. way," or, yeah. like, or like, "We abandon you." But there, I think the majority of people who are gay that come out, whether you're bisexual, gay, what have you, and across the LGBTQ spectrum, I think a lot of us get like, eh? And it's kind of just like, we have liberal parents who are open-minded and like- But you, you know, only told them when you had a girlfriend to tell them about, right? Because I feel like yes. that's, that's the other thing. I remember, because my college roommate was in the closet until 
much after college. And now looking back, we like get a lot of things that happened yeah. because of that situation and her well, mental state. Like her, but, but what I wanted to say is that she, before you cut me off, Taylor. <laughs> no, no, I was doing that, it. I was doing it. Is that when she wanted to come out, she's kind of like, but how do you say it? And I, I totally got her because if you say I'm dating someone, at yes. least there's like a story to tell. There's something current. I met someone and I'm seeing her and she's a girl. But, but for her, it was very like, I don't talk to my parents about shit anyway. I'm not telling her about dudes that I've had sex with and I'm not whatever. So how do I say this is my, you know, gender of interest now that I'm attracted to? So I feel like you having, yeah, like being like, I'm a dating a girl is maybe more, you know, you know, right into it without any preparation. But it's also like, this is what's happening in my life. It made it like, it actually did make it easier. I have to say, because yeah. I've heard only because I know from hearing my girlfriend Taylor's story, when mm. she came out, she came out single. And her story is so much harder than the story that I went through. Mine's story was really hard, but like way harder for her because it was like, you know, like for me, my parents were like, so you're like in love with the person. So basically my parents were like, so she Jedi mind tricked you into being a lesbian. Okay, so she's a bad guy. And I was like, no, no, she's wonderful. And now my parents, not even joking, love her more than me. Like they, oh, that's amazing. they adore that's her so, so much. Like she's my dad's favorite. Kind of my mom's too. But we just like lived with them like during this quarantine for like three weeks. And yeah. my parents are full on obsessed with her. Like they obsessed think she her. is the most special human in the world. And she is. But like... It's just, it's so great now, but it took, it was a very long, awkward, uncomfortable road to get to this part. I would say that it took them like a, a whole year would just sucked. And then like year two and three were like, eh, like on eggshells. And then I think they still were like, she'll be with a guy. And now they're just like, do not let her go. If she breaks up with you, you're fucked. Don't lose her. <laughs> crazy lady. And I'm like, I know that's what I'm trying to do up in this bitch's keeper. So it's all good now. But yeah, I mean, this is so I never I, I it's, it's not like it's hard because I didn't like grow up like struggling with this my whole life. But right. maybe different struggles I had were directly linked to this. And I was just so right. closed off sexually that I was not able to even let myself go there. Well, that's good that like your mechanisms are working in a way that it didn't hurt you too much. You oh, know what I'm I mean? very like, disturbed and screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> so no, 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 no. <laughs> I thought the mechanisms were good. Cause no. like with my college roommate, we're like, that's why you said you wanted to drive off like into the lake, like, right. like true story. Like w we'd remember things. And she was like, you know, and she like, you know, Taylor was saying, and I know we're getting a little bit serious, but sometimes it's not that simple. Like, Oh, I know. And I'm just pushing it down. Sometimes it's like our minds and bodies are crazy. Like sometimes yeah. we don't figure shit out till years later, or, you know, you can be affected today because like when you were a baby, like something happened. So, but that's amazing. I really love that story. I hope everyone enjoyed it. And, uh, I did want to talk to you about when we, I went on your podcast, hashtag check it out. We talked about the bravery series. Oh yes. So good. So good. So good. So I need to confess to you that I'm a giant coward again in life. Okay. So Taylor and I were talking about on her podcast about the bravery series, which if you follow me on Instagram, which you should and probably do, but is that I was calling out the new trend of, of thin influencers and, and people, you know, showing like a role cellulite that doesn't exist, all this shit. Right. And I do feel still very passionate. And Taylor put it so like amazingly. And you said, 
you know, when we're, we're talking about them kind of defending themselves and being like, no, like I have issues too. You were saying your analogy was, it's like if I was shitting money out of my ass. Yes. And I was complaining that like, I don't know, it chafed my ass or something. I can't stop making money. And it's just, it's just <laughs> I can't sleep at night because all this money keeps flying out of my asshole. Like when thin, universally accepted as thin women, you know, are being at the front lines of this body positivity movement. So I was posting a bunch of influencers. And the reason I'm so pissed about it is because it's so easy, even if you're not a social media maven like me, to <laughs> notice when something's a trend because you're going to see it fucking everywhere. Right. And if you're going to see a thousand times a day, you know, girls being like Insta reality and the Insta being her flexing and the reality being her grabbing skin from her back, like she's trying so hard. It's like, and, and it's like, she really does feel like she's putting something very brave out there. And yes. I just couldn't deal with it. And I was calling it out. And even though I wasn't showing their faces and I was... You weren't showing their faces. Right, which is so respectful. So, okay, I actually even put up like We Were What, which like she has a huge following. Yes. And I didn't really get any... It's so weird because a lot of times like people think it's all about followers, you know, like how yes. many followers you have. Like We Were What has like, one point something million followers, but I don't know how many like stands she has. Do you know well, what yeah, I mean? The, so engage, no one... the engagement's super important. So for example, like if you're in high school and you're like a straight C student, but then you get like a perfect score in your SATs, that looks bad to colleges because it says this kid's smart and they're fucking lazy, right? So same is for the case with influencers. It's like if you have tons and tons of followers, but the engagement's super low considering the yeah. amount, it's kind of like the same thing. Is that right? Insane? So, but, but I don't even care about her engagement, but my point was no one came for me. No one was like, that's, we were, what, you know, and she like feels this way because people probably follow her for the nice clothes and whatever. And they don't really care. She doesn't have a lot of stands. Right. So I was surprised. And, and the post that I posted about it, everyone was kind of in agreement that it was kind of, we weren't, we weren't like hashtag, you're brave, Danielle. Wow. You showed, you know, an inch of a stretch mark and you're stretched back in a perfectly bronzed body, like whatever. But then I posted this. So I get submissions of them, right? right. I get DMs of my followers being like another one, another one. So I, sometimes I won't even look at the page. I'll see that it's annoying and I'll post it. So I posted this woman who was doing a video again. She was like pointing at her stomach. It was so thin. Taylor was like, I believe it. And then she was like breathing and then she like stopped breathing. And I don't know what she was showing, but she was trying to show that like, that like I'm not perfect, but there was nothing in the video that was like dramatic. It was like, I'm breathing. She literally went like, like a breath in where like your ribs are a little out and then like a breath out. And she was like pointing. I was, this video made me like, so I put it up, chopped her head off as per usual. Didn't even write her. a long caption. <laughs> 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 didn't even write a long ass caption like I did about We Were What. I literally wrote like, oh my God, so brave. Like, breathe. That's great. And then I noticed I'm getting a lot of messages being like, that's Jack from um, Lady Gang. You know Lady Gang? I know of Lady Gang, but I didn't, I don't know like their individual names. Yeah. So I didn't either, apparently. Yeah. And apparently, even though they're not, on we wore what scale of followers that she has stands They've that got like you yeah yep. so it's not my followers being like Amanda you're wrong this time it's her followers somehow getting word that I posted this and like 
coming for me. Shut the fuck up. Um, and then her so quickly coming for me. Ooh, so ooh. yeah. So she posted on my post, like, you know, way to shit talk me, like blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, really cool. I was like, and I got a little, cause I was like, oh my God. And then I, I was getting mad. And then I left it up. I actually answered her. I was like, I'm actually not shit talking you. I'm like, this is about the trend of this and that. And like, Blah, blah, blah. You're like, I, you're and like, then, you're like, I put you in a guillotine. I chopped your head off. I don't need, I didn't even like say it was you. So wait, her stance <laughs> just like recognized that photo that she had posted. Yeah. Cause it was right after it wasn't like an old thing. Right. It was like, you know, and the, the internet, you guys today, like you can get to, you know, Justin Timberlake and probably DM him and have a conversation. Like the internet is so crazy. crazy. Things travel so quickly. But, like, you're like, they would never know. And like, they'll know. Yeah. You know? Oh Yeah. So then I, I answered her and I left him and I was getting more messages and more messages. And I had a really like hormonal day, a really like annoying day. And this was, and I was like, listen, the bravery series is not like who I am. It's right. not like my page. It's not my career goal. Like this isn't important enough to me. Oh, and apparently the lady gang has a Facebook group of stands on like your hating Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> listen, Where- I want to clarify. Majority love me. There's like, 50 people that hate me. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like my followers that some of them like the lady gang and are, do you see that muscle? Look at that. What the fuck? Don't you put that muscle in my face? <laughs> so some of my followers who listen to the lady gang are like, oh my God, Amanda, like they're talking mad shit about you in that group. And they're saying they want to cancel you, delete you. Like I felt like I was going to be bossy number two, like oh delete. They want to get your account. Del- I already saw, I was like, this isn't worth it for me. Like, so I literally, I'm a coward, you guys. And this is where I admit it. I deleted the bravery series highlight. I deleted, but I want to say this is, there's more than just me being a coward to this. I was actually like, I don't want people going and reporting my account off these pictures. Like, I don't care enough about this. I was trying to make a statement. The statement has been made. You guys are going to see this shit everywhere. Magazines are posting Instagram versus reality you know, every influencer in the world is fucking doing it now because it gets engagement and likes. And like, I've called it out. And what ended up happening was I didn't want to get any more messages like that. I actually told my followers who were telling me what's going on in that group. I was like, can you stop? Like, I'm going to cry. Like I couldn't, I'm emotional nine months pregnant. I couldn't deal with that shit. You know what I mean? Right. It was like a lot for me that day. And, uh, so I deleted it and then I emailed Jack from lady gang. Okay. And I wrote her a message and I said, you know, I think it's important for us to like speak about this and not just with all the noise. And I told her why I started the hashtag uh, bravery series. I mean, not that it was a, it makes me sound like way more like calculated, smart and driven than I am. Like it literally was just like, <laughs> this is stupid. Let me post it. And I was like, and, and I feel like, you know, you probably know you're like very thin. You know, I just felt like it's damaging for, for a lot of people to see someone that looks like you that we would want to look like and then you saying that this is like a bad angle makes us feel like then what are we you know we talked about it on your podcast we yes. were like joking about it but we're like what are we a house like right but but so I explained myself and I said you know I wasn't coming for you personally and and I just really wanted to like talk to her about it because she was like the only person that was ever like looked like she was really pissed yeah and she actually wrote back, which I didn't think would happen. She I wrote back that. that. She wrote back a really lengthy thing explaining to me her whole 
issues with her body okay um and food Can that you are share very it, extreme or is that like private and like not your story no, no, no i'm not gonna like post it but she literally said like i have the worst body dysmorphia i've hated my body my whole life i oh. thought it was the grossest you know i couldn't even look at myself like basically very like bad body image issues to the point of probably you know an extreme extreme yes. kind and she said i'm I, she said i'm just starting to come to terms with like accepting myself so for her it does help her to see those Instagram versus realities. I have a question. I have a question. Yeah. And like, again, I, I know it's delicate. And I have talked about body image stuff, like, because I told you I'm, um, I'm literally actually a dead person here <laughs> in a human body because I'm so old. Um, <laughs> but I have talked for so many years about body image issues because I have like, I, I mean, I, my body now looks the way that I always thought it looked. So congratulations to me. I've accomplished all my goals of, of horror, but I like truly, and I'm not even joking. I have gained since like, I'm going to say like, since like my like wedding weight, which probably is an unrealistic weight to be, but that was like the only time I was like kind of even remotely comfortable being in a bathing suit in front of other people. And I was the skinniest I've ever been. I remember somebody I was close to said to me like, oh my God, I've never seen you look so good in a bathing suit. And I was like, kill yourself a million times over. I know it's a compliment, but it's not working. But I literally was like, I probably have gained 50 pounds. I'm not sure. I swear, hand to God, that's a lot of weight. I'm 5'4". That's a lot of weight. So I know I need to like lose weight just for even health reasons. I did have a doctor say to me like, you are kind of getting into a, a BMI. And I was like, don't say it. I'll just lose the weight. And then I gained like 30 more. But <laughs> I do feel like I understand what she, where she's coming from with that because I've literally been a size two thinking I was so disgusting. So I, yeah. can, I can relate to her. However, what was she showing? Oh, wait. So, so, but she also said, so obviously what, what she said made me understand more. Okay. I wrote back to her that she should know, like, it doesn't mean I, that she did open my eyes, but I think still, and I'll stand behind the fact that a lot of influencers that are doing it don't have her issues and are just riding this trend for likes and engagement. Yeah. Um, and she agreed. She's like, and, and what was so nice about this conversation is that whether we agree with it or not, because I'm with you, like to me, as someone who hasn't been skinny, uh, I've had periods in my life where I was skinny or skinnier, or again, it's so relative. Someone can say like, no, Amanda, you're skinny, you know, like I'm fat or whatever. Right. But, but a not universally accepted as a skinny person. Right. Then obviously in my mind, the, those people that fall into that category struggle more than we talked about than people that are thin. However, she did say a sentence. She said, body image issues don't discriminate. Okay, that's true. And that true. did um, speak to me. Yes. You know, because then I said, true, Amanda, like that's so basic, right? Like we know what anorexia is. Right. And we know that the girls that suffer from anorexia, like legit think they're fat, so they don't eat, but they're actually anorexic. So, I mean, that's just as straightforward as it gets. So- but she said that I opened her eyes and that she'll take that into account with like going forward. So it made me feel, first of all, I'll say, I mean, it made me feel so much better because yes. all of a sudden I did open her eyes a little bit, but she opened mine in the sense that, is it hilarious? Yes. Like, did most people agree with me and think that it's awesome? Yes. Yes. Are there people behind the chopped heads that like maybe don't feel so good if they'll see that I'm posting them? 
Yes. Yeah. So that's yeah. when I was like, Amanda, you know what? It's like, it's like with the Kanye West thing right now. Do I hope that women that are doing this now mean it and are trying to make some sort of a positive body image point? I really hope so. Do I know that more than 50% of them are hopping on the train and and want, then yes. But you know what? I'm not going to risk my, like A, I really did like understand what she said. And she was like, listen, I know you're saying you're not coming personally for me, but like you posted my picture, (laughs) like you're referencing Well, like, but without her head, if you tagged her and used (laughs) her face, it would be different. I'm serious. I just, I I feel like there's a lot in the details. And I, and I think it's great that she engaged in like a back and forth with you because that shows like a lot of character. And I'm happy that she, you know, you saw her perspective and she saw yours because that's like how it should be. Right. Right. And especially in such a divisive time when like, if people don't agree, they're like, I hate you. No, I hate you. So the right, fact that you right, can do right. that is great. And like right. role models. For I'm also like a coward in the sense of like, I like to be good with people. Like I don't yeah. want to so, like, yeah. And and that's a lot of time eating, the, wanting to eat the cake and have it too or whatever. Cause you want to be able to like be cool, make fun of people. Cause yeah. you like have a sense of humor, but you're like, no, but like me. I know. Uh, I, so it's like, <laughs> that's the story of my life. Literally, that's where I live constantly. So now I'm just. And a lot of people are nerd. cool because, you know, reality TV people and whatever, a lot of times they get that it's part of the shtick, right? And that's what I was going to say is I wish that there was less of like, oh, you hurt my feelings because I, again, when I was super thin, I did have a lot of people reach out to me and they were like, you know, you're like, look at this fucking label in your pants. It says what, like a four or six? And I was like, yeah, so my ass thick. Why are you saying? And they were like, you're thin. That's thin. The average size in America is, you know, a 14 or 16. I was like, oh, fuck, they're right. And so when I was thin back then, I just tried really hard to stop. And anytime I didn't, I'd be like, ah, fuck, I did it again. I'm sorry. But like, that's the thing is like, so why can't, People who are considered like thin, a four, a two, a zero, just stop with these body posts. They don't have to do yeah, them. That, that's what I was telling you on your podcast is like, do I think you can still be fucked up in the head and think that you're yes. bigger than you are or whatever? But I do think that we have platform, exactly. have a little bit of responsibility to say, I'm probably tinier than all y'all bitches. Yeah. So I'm not going to put this post up and say, this is me at my worst. Cause like you might want to die if you think that this is, but Taylor, and I've told you this before, and this is what made me, you know, in the, in the essay of points that I made for myself to kind of stop with this for now is that I looked through her posts and I looked through her comments and they were 99% positive. Meaning people saying, wow, you're amazing. Thank you for showing me this. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm a cynical ass bitch. And maybe there are a lot of us cynical ass bitches. And there are, because like I said, most of my followers get it, but most of her followers or, you know, uh, whatever else fitness person is trying to show that they have skin they can grab. It makes people feel better because maybe they follow, maybe she does look five pounds lighter in her previous post. And people were like, I'm so jealous. And I'm like, oh, wait, she has skin. I don't fucking know. (laughs) So if people, it makes them feel better, then do it. But just pay attention to not be duped because it's so fucking hard. I feel like on social media, because everyone's like, social media is a lie. I'm like, no, I ain't lying on social media. Uh -uh. Hey, what's up? Like, I don't want to call myself real because that's not my shtick. But I'm just saying like, people think like, oh, you just can't get real like people on social media. So like you have to do these Insta versus realities because everything is fake. Um, no, it ain't. You're following the wrong people. Yeah. How about that? 
How about that? How about that? Hey, Tay, we went over time. I know. That's because we always have so much fun together. <laughs> Tay, Tay, so aside from like Betcha's bride. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't. It was just funny. When I read it, and I didn't know you were doing the bridal stuff. <laughs> Not that you can't. I mean, it's sort of like I would do. I feel like about myself, like I had a great wedding, but I just feel like I'm not your typical bridal columnist. You, you know, know why? You know why I think they hired me? Because they hired, like, I. So have you seen the show Younger? But everyone listened to it. Ever, always. It's me, bitch. Have, have you ever watched Younger, the TV show? No, but you reference it a lot. Because I worked with them. I mean, hopefully oh. I'll come back after the pandemic. I don't know. Everything's like on hiatus right now. But I hosted this after oh. show for this TV show. So then it got like around the circuit that like I can like, I can hire, you can hire me to represent your brand. So that's oh. what that is probably. Do I look like Hillary Dove to you? Because I used to get it all the time. Yes, you do. Don't actually. lie to me. No. At first I said, yeah, no, when we were little, when, when she was Lizzie, now we don't, but like Lizzie McGuire, her and me at that age, send me the was, pictures. It was very similar. Well, I didn't watch Lizzie McGuire. She kind of did. Old. She, she pointed at a, at a like skin thing the other day, but you know what I think it is with her. I think she lost a lot of weight. Yes. And I think she's really like loving it and she does look great. And I think she needed a little bit of attention. So she pointed out a little bit of skin. She lost weight during quarantine. That's not fair. <laughs> That's opposite of what we're supposed a to do. A lot of people. I no, feel like I I've know. heard a lot of people. It's really annoying. It's really annoying. I spent it it's gaining annoying. all the weight back I lost before quarantine. Really? Fuck yeah. We'll do we'll, we'll do another one. <laughs> okay. Tay Tay, thank you so much for coming on. Oh my God, Mandy, I love you so much. <laughs> I love you too. And uh, everyone, listen to our podcast also on her thing. Being my panty liner is such a good thing. Um, and also the Taylor Strecker show, the radio one. Yeah, you're it's welcome to website. come on and be in your website. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally. You know, I remember, I'm asking her for an hour and I was like, but what radio channel? And she's like, so... I got fired from Sirius. I'm like, what <laughs> radio channel is your show? Why do you think I go so long? Because it's not a channel. It's an independent subscription radio show. I better come on. Remember how we talked on your show about inviting yourself on things? Yes. <laughs> so Taylor invited herself on my podcast today. That's a lie. <laughs> That's a lie. Oh. Um, okay, babe. Thank you for coming on. Love Thank you, you guys so much. for listening. Love you too. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual hug and kiss and smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs>